Hello and welcome in once again to Matt and the Mike. This is Matt. This is episode number eight. And man, do we have a show for you this evening. Everything, man, my phone is just blowing up notification after notification. Things going down. I usually don't do a podcast on on uh, Tuesday. <clears throat> Excuse me, on Tuesday. I usually wait till Wednesday night. But man, with the breaking news that that uh, that I received not too long ago, and it's all over the place right now, I thought, you know what, I'm going to kick one off tonight. I, there's just so much NFL news to get to. Uh, the NFL free agency has turned into the NBA free agency. They're with with uh, with the uh, the big story of that just broke not too long ago with Odell Beckham being traded to the Browns. Um, unbelievable. We got just a huge list of NFL to go through. Um, we've got <clears throat> we've got a preview for next week's show. I'm going to get into right now. Uh, Selection Sunday is coming up. So the next show that I do, which will be episode number nine, is going to be a March Madness show. I'm actually getting now to check out some some St. Mary's and Gonzaga, which is at the half currently. Uh, St. Mary's actually leading that game. So that'll be next week. It'll be a selection episode. I'm going to run through my entire bracket. That's the plan. And pick a winner. I'm going to try my best this year. I think i done three brackets last year. I'm going to try my best this year to just nail it down to one. Um, just need to get me a bracket. And, and then I'll... I'll hopefully fill it out after Selection Sunday. It may take me a couple days to perfect it the way I want. And then by midweek, we should have a nice show for that. Um, Also, my episode number 10. I said it on last week's show. Um, What I'm going to do for episode number 10 is I like to do top 10 lists. So episode number 10, I figured might as well do another top 10 list. But I'm going to let you guys, the listeners, and I hey, I know you're listening. And I know... So... If you're listening, and I know you are, I see the numbers, I see that people are listening, then give me a shout. Comment on my post. Just go to Matt and the Mike. It's on Facebook. Go to Matt Sayer, my personal page. I don't care. Send me a message. If you know me personally, then just get a hold of me. Let me know what you'd like to see a top 10 list on. I've had a couple, but I know there's more of you listening. So if you really want to want to hear something, then let me know. Anyway, that's going to be on uh, episode number 10, so if you got any ideas, hit me up for that. I will remind you again at the end of the show, because I really want to do something cool and, and different as a top 10 list. I don't like to just do, you know, the basic top 10s. I like to do fun, original ones. So, with that being said, Odell Beckham Jr. has been traded from the New York Giants to the Cleveland Browns tonight for a first-round pick in the 2019 draft, which would be the number 17 overall pick. He got traded for um, a third. I believe it's the second pick in the third round, something like that, and Jabril Peppers, the safety. That was... That that was the trade for Odell Beckham Jr. And listen, guys. We're going to get into Antonio Brown going to the Raiders later. So, 
you look at these, look at the AFC North right now with Baker, Landry, Chubb, Odell, possibly Kareem Hunt, if that works out too. Man, that's a stacked offense. And the, and the defense is not bad. The defense is not terrible. But this is, this is a team now. You're looking at the Ravens, who have lost now uh, Mosley. They lost Suggs, who I know was older, but they, and they lost uh, Weddle. This is, they're, they're losing guys, even if they're getting up there in age or whatever. These are, these are glue-holding-together team guys. They also lost, lost Flacco, who you can say what you want, but he, he, he took them there before. And he was their consistent driving force. So they lost him. They didn't bring back uh, Collins either, the running back. The Ravens are on their way down. Cincinnati has been down. Don't know what we're going to get out of the Steelers. They're going to have no Le'Veon Bell, which they didn't have last year, granted. They also didn't make the playoffs last year. And now no Antonio Brown. So Juju's going to be the number one. The Browns are the favorite to win that division now. Can you believe that I'm saying that? The Cleveland Browns are the favorite to win that division. Young team. They're they're coached well. Baker's Baker's phenomenal. So man. And it's it's crazy. I get to actually root for Odell Beckham Jr. now. Because I'm like a like a semi Cleveland fan. Uh, I'm not a not a bandwagoner Cleveland fan or whatever. Like I grew up with my with my dad liking Cleveland or whatever. I guess he lived there for a brief time so but you know they were always not very good but it's just cool to see them actually doing something I, I remember you know not too long ago watching their their 0 and 16 season and you know you don't want to see okay maybe I'd want to see the Patriots do that but you, you don't want to see teams go through struggles like that and it's good to see them some young some young blood into the into the mix, you know, it's not just, uh, it's not just the same teams every year, so, so that is a big deal, Odell Beckham going to the Cleveland Browns, as long as him and Baker gel well together, and I mean, it could, it could be really dynamic, it also could explode as well, so, I think the Bakers uh, gets a bad rap a little bit for his attitude, I don't think he has as bad of an attitude as he gets as he gets put on, gets put on him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this, and uh, I'm also excited because I'm a Cowboys fan, and the Giants are just going completely downhill. So the Redskins signed Landon Collins, made him the, I believe, highest paid cornerback in the National Football League. Now that's something I don't quite understand, but, but. There's a so that doesn't really help me out too much. That stays in division. So let's get to some other football news. There's a lot to get to. I want to try to keep it at 30 minutes and maybe a little bit challenging. Let's stay. Let's 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 stay. Let's just stay wide receiver and we'll do Anthony Brown or Antonio Brown finally getting traded. And look, I said last week. That I I thought the best fit for him would probably be the Niners, and that didn't happen. So I said the Raiders, if they were if they were willing to give up a first round pick, would be completely 
dumb. Okay, they would be dumb to do that. And I said that because they they spent a first round pick, or they traded they traded Mark Cooper for a first round pick. So if you're giving it back, I don't understand what you're getting in that deal because I believe Mark Cooper is a better long term option than Antonio Brown. You say what you want, the guy's thirty one years old. You know, Cooper had a phenomenal year with the Cowboys. So, yeah, I would rather have him in the long run. So, Antonio Brown goes to the Raiders, but they don't have to give up first. They give up a third and a fifth rounder. So, what does this do for the Raiders? To me, it doesn't do anything. The Raiders fans and hopefuls can get excited all they want, but what are you getting? You're getting some some loose stats is all you're getting. I I mean, if Cooper was there and you paired those guys together and you had some sort of, you know, uh, throwback to to when they had two dominant receivers and but you don't have that. You you just have Antonio Brown, who's just going to be who's gonna be double teamed, and then where's Derek Carr gonna go with the ball? He I mean he's He's a he's a decent quarterback, okay, but he's not he's not what I thought he was. I actually thought he was going to be a lot better. So I don't trust Derek Carr to to take them anywhere. I don't trust Antonio Brown to to be the savior. When was the last time that that a receiver came and and saved a team? Like they'll help. Amari Cooper helped the Cowboys. Okay, but he he didn't save them by any stretch of the imagination. So, that being said, I think it's a perfect place for him, for his attitude, too, because the Raiders seem to thrive off the drama. Uh, John Gruden as well. A.B. in Las Vegas, maybe, eventually. It's not looking like the Raiders are, are headed in that direction currently. But, you never know. But Antonio Brown to the Raiders, Odell Beckham Jr. to the Browns. So those are the the two big wide receiver divas in the NFL switching teams. And it's like I said, it's kind of like the NBA, the NBA free agency, where you got these guys, these big uh, big name guys and big star guys who are, are moving cities. But I mean, in this instance, we got a guy going from the biggest market there is in New York uh, to, to Cleveland, which is, which is pretty impressive. And then, which not by his own volition, like he doesn't decide that he was going to go there. He got traded, but, and then Pittsburgh to to the Raiders. So it's going to be an interesting season in the NFL. Um, I, but like I said, I don't think, that's a tough division for the Raiders. I don't I don't think that that's going to push them to the top of that division or anything. Um, I could still honestly see them losing the playoffs. In a couple weeks, I'm going to do – I'll probably do my picks once all the free agency stuff and everything falls. I'll probably run down and do do picks of, uh, of how I think the season's going to turn out this year. Last year did not go so well for me. I had the Saints and Jacksonville Jaguars in the Super Bowl. And, yeah, the Jaguars completely fell off the map. But that is a perfect lead-in to my next topic. 
Nick Foles signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars on a four-year, $88 million deal, which means that Blake Bortles is done in Jacksonville, scheduled to become a free agent. So anybody that's looking up to, to pick up a quarterback, maybe Miami might look his way. But Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And look, I'm, I've got nothing against Nick Foles. I actually, as a Cowboy fan, rooted for him against the Patriots. I mean, it's a good story. But at the end of the day, Nick Foles hasn't proven that he can do it as a starting quarterback. So I know you give him four years, $88 million. He was a Super Bowl MVP. So you think, oh, wow, the Lakers actually won a basketball game. I don't know why they even would. Never mind. Anyway. Notifications blowing me up today. Now he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and and you got to take a risk. I understand that, but you got to get this defense back to playing the way that they were playing. Because if they're not going to pay, if they're not going to play the way that they were playing the year prior, then it doesn't matter who you got under center right now. You got to get Leonard Fournette on the right page. So a lot of things have to line up for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who look. Pretty ridiculous for giving Blake Bortles that contract now that they're just one year later <laughs> uh, bringing in Nick Foles. And on the other hand, if you are the Philadelphia Eagles, now are you looking for, I'm not sure even who their backup is currently for Carson Wentz, but are you looking for, for some help now too? You know, because Carson hasn't proven that he can stay healthy. I always thought if I was if if I was the um, Philadelphia Eagles that I would have started I would have started Nick Foles over Carson Wentz. I mean, until until he proved that he couldn't play. I mean, I would do everything I could to keep both of them. But decent pickup, I think, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. Honestly, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that he's really Foles is an elite quarterback. Okay, he's just he's just not. He's he's a decent quarterback. Just because he's a Super Bowl MVP doesn't mean that he's phenomenal. Uh, we've seen didn't Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl? I mean, come on, guys. Joe Flacco was a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and then so Joe Flacco, okay, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and he goes to the Broncos, and everyone says that's a terrible move. But if Nick Foles, who's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, goes to the Jaguars, that's a phenomenal move. Not quite buying in on it yet. So looking around uh, the NBA, the the NFL, I might not even speak NFL, NBA this this uh, this podcast. Looking around to the NFL a little bit more. A couple notable signings: we got the Honey Badger signing a three-year, forty-two million dollar deal with the Chiefs. Uh, the Chargers signed Thomas Davis. I saw that one. That was a stupid. Anthony Barr, who actually was going to go to the Jets, ended up returning to the Vikings after changing his mind. So, not sure what went on there. Uh, he signed with the Vikings five years and $67.5 million. So, 33 of that is guaranteed dollars. Um, a lot of people moving around. Let's see. And Dom Kong Sue is likely out from the Rams. So so there's a guy right there who's 
who's improved his, um, his, I would say his personality, maybe, uh, he, he's, he's not quite the dirty player that he, he was known for earlier on in his career. He really made a difference for the Rams last year. I thought when he, when he really wanted to play, um, so I think Sue being out there is a pretty big deal. We talked a little bit about Terrell Suggs going to the Cardinals. Uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, the guy's the guy's pretty old at this point. I don't really know. The Cardinals are just starting a retirement home there or whatever they're doing. I don't really know how that helps them a whole lot. The Jets have been spending some money. I don't get it. Everybody's jumping on the Jets train. Let me just let me just get the get to this for just a second. <laughs> Uh, everybody's jumping on the Jets train. They signed what C.J. Mosley, who's who's he's a he's a decent player, but he's not. Just because you're spending money doesn't mean that you're going to win, and uh, that's true in any in any game. I mean, it's worked for the Yankees a couple times, but it it doesn't always work out for you, um, especially in the NFL. And in the NFL, I believe is more of a you got to be in the right fit. I think there's a lot of NFL players who who haven't worked out certain places because they didn't fit. So, that being said, we'll see what the Jets do, but I'm not super optimistic that the Jets are going to turn it around. One reason for me is because I'm not I don't think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. Like I, I don't I mean I don't I don't want to bash the guy, I guess, but I never understood his appeal coming into the draft. I, I didn't. I, I watched him play several times, and I just was never never thought Sam Darnold was a great quarterback. But the Jets, they think he's good. I don't think he's that great. I don't think Josh Rosen's very good either. Um, that's why I think the Cardinals probably will end up doing Kyler, getting Kyler Murray and but yeah, I'm not sold on Sam Darnold. You gotta have a quarterback. You gotta have an offense. You tell me who the offense for the Jets is. Jets is. You can play all the defense you want, but at the end of the day, you're gonna have to score some points. So not sold on the Jets, but people are making moves, you know, and it could work out for some of these teams. I like the sneaky good pickup for the Indianapolis Colts, who got Devin Funches from uh, from the Carolina Panthers. Because, because look, y'all, Andrew Luck was playing last like this last year. I mean, he he didn't he didn't get all the recognition that I thought he should have got last year because he can't he missed an entire season. The people thought no people thought that he wasn't even gonna um, wasn't even gonna play again. There was rumors he might not even play again. And this guy just balled out last year. Uh, he's already got some weapons at the cornerback position or at the wide receiver position. That defense in Indy played really well last year towards the end of the year. I know they completely shut out the Cowboys in one game, and, and the Cowboys were you know a game away from the NFC Championship. They ran into some some bad luck uh, up in Kansas City, and just really just was never in that game. But I'm I'm, I'm thinking the Indy's going to be a good good team. They're going to be an explosive offense. Uh, Mac was. A good running back for them last year. So Devin Funches, I think, was a sneaky good pickup for for the Colts. Um, as long as Andrew Luck comes back and plays the way that he played last year, I really like that pickup. 
All right, so we're going to jump off of the NFL for the last few minutes here of the show, and we're going to get into some Alliance of America football, which is now halfway through the season. And they finally have their leader. So the, the Orlando uh, Orlando Apollos kind of running away with the league at the moment. Um, they met... They met their their challenger in Birmingham, and people. It seemed to be that these were the two best teams. I mean, they were they were running over teams and and whatnot. But Orlando spanked them uh, this weekend, and I got to watch part of that game. And yeah, it did. It didn't really look that close. I think that Orlando right now is on another on another level. They're sitting pretty at five and zero at the moment. It'd be hard for them not to get into the playoffs at this point. Um, so we're halfway through the season. Get another half. Looking like Orlando, maybe Birmingham. Uh, trying to think on the other side, Commanders and the Fleet might be your four teams in. But right now, it looks like Orlando's kind of untouchable. Mostly for me, I think that it's um, it's the play of Garrett Gilbert. Uh, and I, I think Spurrier's just got that team rolling in the right direction. So that could end up being your first your first uh, Lions of American Football Championship winner. I'm not sure the name, if they've got a certain name for that championship yet. I am getting kind of excited for the playoffs. As we take a look here, I'm watching the... Uh, Watching the Zag at St. Mary's game, they got the, the Big 12 Championship. The the Big 12 Championship up on the board there. First round kicking off tomorrow. Quarterfinal quarterfinals on Thursday. So yeah, these um it's about all I had on the AF, AAF, by the way. Um just Orlando's running away with it. But yeah, these um the NCAA March Madness will be my next, be my next podcast. I'm super excited for it. This is just a good time of the year. I've been catching basketball every evening that I could at this point. As it looks like St. Mary's right now is actually I, I haven't really got to see Gonzaga a whole lot, but I did want to watch them tonight, and they're not playing the greatest against St. Mary's. We still got about a half eleven eleven forty to go here in this game. They're down four. So I wanted to see what Gonzaga was all about. So I never usually take them all the way. They're uh, they're one of those teams that you feel like putting in the Final Four a lot. They got some bigs. They can shoot the ball, and and they're they're fun to watch. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard to always take them. But man, I cannot wait. I can't wait to get the bracket filled out. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna do that on next week's show, and then for episode number ten. Like I said, guys, I see the numbers. I know you're listening to the podcast. So comment. Let me know what kind of top 10 sports list you want me to do. Make it something fun. Okay. Whew. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for, for this week's edition of Matt and the Mike. Ran through some NFL uh, free agency. It's been wild. Um like I said, next week we're going to do some NCAA after Selection Sunday. Cutting it a little short this week. 
But anyway, for Matt and Mike, this is Matt signing off.